Hi, this is Mifa Dejimo. Welcome to another episode of the You and I podcast. I know it has been a while you guys heard from me. Um, it's been a while I came back on the mic and you know tried to do that thing where I talk about myself and you know go on a rant and stuff like this. But um, thankfully, I've taken enough time to just you know be able to focus on myself in a way. And uh, I'm back because I've always wanted this particular season to be about women. And for a while, I was, it was tough to get you no know, female guests. I had a couple of female guests that were scheduled, but um, due to some issues, they couldn't make it. So um, I didn't really feel inspired until a few hours earlier today. And then I came across a very funny video from a lady um, who's an actress. The name of the video is called Life of an Olosho. It's basically a skit on TikTok, and it was hilarious. It was so, so hilarious that I had to reach out to her and be like, you know what, I need you on my podcast. And she was so gracious, so, so gracious that she was like, let's, let's do this. And here we are, a new episode coming to you just because of a video I saw on Twitter, which is from TikTok. Life of an Olosho, it's, it's a funny skit, and... I like the I like the angle she's taking with it. You know, I enjoy the conversation she's trying to make with it. Um, the fact that a lot of people look down on people who are in the sex working trade and think that they are not, you know, human enough. But she has made it, you know, made it fun and funny. And I, I just can't imagine how much she was going to she's going to improve on it going forward. So I had to sit with her and have a discussion. So this is the result of the discussion, which is an episode with an amazing actor. Her name is Princess. And it was really, really cool talking to Princess, having the conversation with Princess about her, you know, her time in the acting industry and, you know, what inspired her to create Life of an Olosho. So I hope you enjoy this and I'll see you at the end of the episode. So first things first, uh, I think I should just kick this off from the jump. Why why that particular topic? Because I understand from, from uh, you know, from a creative standpoint, it's very funny. It's very, it's very different in a way. But why exactly that particular topic? Why did you think uh, a day in the life of an Olosho felt like something that you'll be able to, you know, communicate well? You know, I was going to say relate well, but I'm going to say communicate well this time. So why, why, why did you feel like that was something you would be able to, you know, speak on? You know. Okay, I will start by introducing myself. My name is Princess Acho, and I'm an actor. I've been acting for about seven years. Wow. And to be honest, I've been thinking about different things. I've been coming up with different ideas because this industry has to be versatile. So there's this guy, he's on Twitter. He does this diary of an Agbero, and I actually like the series. So I thought to myself, mm, what, what can I do? What can I do that would make people retweet, like, share? And then I was like, oh, okay, if this guy can do Agbero, I can do a show. <laughs> that, was, that was how the idea came. Plus, Sapa, my brother, Sapa is real. You have to put yourself out there to make money. <laughs> so I sat down. I spoke to a few friends. I told them, see, see, see what I'm doing. I made my first video. I sent to a couple of friends. They laughed. They liked it. I sent it to my dad. My yeah, dad I liked saw, it. I saw, I saw a post about that. That was really cool. 
Because as I'm embarrassing myself, my family has to know that, yes, I'm purposely embarrassing us. <laughs> so that was how I did the first video and I got over 43K views. On TikTok, I have about 103K views on that video. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. So I did the second video. It didn't get much retweets like that, but it's still something. You never can tell who's watching. Yeah. So I'm just trying to put myself out there. That's, that's really that's really cool. That's really cool. And um, my honest apologies for not you know jumping into this by you know asking you to introduce yourself. Uh, I got so excited by just you know kicking off the conversation. And uh, I should tell you, you know, welcome to the UNI podcast. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's really cool to you know speak to you. I I went through your Instagram feed. I went through your Twitter feed. I was just like, okay, let me get a little background on this person then i came across the post of you sending the video to your dad and I, honestly that that just blew my mind i was like <laughs> i was like well at least we can at least check that out nobody can go and meet your dad and say oh see what your daughter is exactly. doing on social media to him and tell him, ah, come and see what your daughter is doing in lagos so he'll tell you he knows but it's, it's it's really cool and for me the reason why I, I actually wanted to have this conversation is because um i think even as much as you're just trying to create content there's also for me i felt like there's a little bit of an awareness that this is creating because yeah most times we forget that these people are also human beings these people also are also human beings they have who, feelings. They have, who have feelings who basically if, if we are being honest besides the fact that uh soliciting is criminalized in nigeria this is still a very legitimate hustle for a lot of people. This is still a very... And it is the oldest profession in the book. So um, I think that was what drew me to it because I was like, I, I like the fact that you're able to... It's, it's how comedy works, basically. You're able to, you know, talk about things that people would normally not talk about, but give it a very humor, humorous feel and make it feel like, yeah. okay, let's have the discussion. And to that point, I understand that as funny as it is, you're still getting backlash though. You're still getting some people yes, who are I calling am. you. I have. Calling I have a couple of people like, calling me on those show. Like, yeah, I, I think this is your job. Like, you know, that's what you do. I have a lot of people in my DMs <laughs> that want to patronize, funny enough. So, so how do you deal with that? How do you, how do you balance creating something like that that you understand also comes with a lot of scrutiny? Because remember, we are in Nigeria. Our society frowns on anything that has to do with sex or even sex worker. So how, how are you able to do that? Balance it. First of all, what I tell myself before I make any of those videos is sex sells. Nigerians, does, a lot of us does, are hypocritical. It does, it does, it does. I agree with that. A lot of us are hypocritical. We have sex every day. But then whenever somebody gets a tape out or something, you see them, oh my God, you're this, you're that. Fam. Now who they catch, then they call thief. So when it comes to the backlash, I have a very tough skin. I don't let people get to me like that. Especially people that are on their phones, typing. Like, fam, have you even brushed your teeth this morning that you're worried about me? I, I don't let those things get to me. When I read them, I'm like, okay. I, I focus more on the positive, the people that appreciate what I'm doing. And I don't think anybody would want to just put themselves out there. Life is hard. I don't judge it is, people. It is, it as far is. as you're not hurting the next person, as far as you're not hurting the next person, whatever it is you want to do, that's, that's fine by me. And people, most people just see the humor in this, but I'm actually telling a story. These girls, they go out, they get hurt, they get drugged. That, Different that, that things is, happen to them. Really and then, cool. okay, for instance, you see 
you could randomly see a video of somebody that has been killed, a girl, and the first thing people go is, oh, now show. Even if she's an Olosho, which you haven't even confirmed because you've not patronized her before. Even if she's an Olosho, is she not a human being? She's just trying to put food on her table. If she had better options, she won't be doing this. Because one thing people don't even understand, it's not even easy as a girl, a regular girl, to have sex with somebody you don't like. It irritates me. I don't know about other people. I'm speaking from my own point of view. So I try as much as possible to send out a message. Now, I'm not trying to criticize anybody. I'm just creating awareness, like you said. But people that backlash and do all that, um, it's because you are sad about your own life. That's why you're taking it out of me. You're projecting. So I don't have time to focus on that. I focus on the positive only. Yeah, that, 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 I, I feel like you just you spoke my mind when it comes to the whole discussion about sex workers. and Because for the longest time, I've been trying to see a way to actually you know speak to someone who is actually in the industry and actually get their perspective on things but i think one thing that already touched me is the fact that this there should be empathy in everything we do the fact that you don't yeah. understand where somebody is coming from and the fact that you would not do what they are doing for for a living does not necessarily make you any better than them any so better exactly there's a, there's a trope where people compare um sex workers with yahoo boys and i'm like it's it's two different things like two one is a fraudster one is offering service like i don't understand how can you compare somebody cheating deceiving to steal exactly. your hard-earned right. money and somebody actually say okay this is a service i offer pay me for it like it doesn't make any exactly. sense a sex worker is offering her body for money without the body without the body she cannot get anything she, from you like it's so it's the so other weird. one on the other hand is taking someone's means of livelihood, taking their sweat, their blood, their tears. It's, it's, really, frustrating. it's really frustrating. How? How? Make it make sense. It's really frustrating. So um, I feel, I feel we, 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 might have, we might be able to segue away from, you know, the life of an evolution and everything. Let's get back to you. So you've been acting for seven years. I, I, yes, I, I went on your Instagram. I saw a couple of your clips. Okay. For, for example, there was a video from... Uh, the life of an Olo show that you did. I think, I don't know if it's the second video or the third video, the one about the, the BDSM thing. <laughs> oh, so that's the second video. That's the second one. Besides, besides the fact that it was funny, I think one thing that actually stood out to me was the fact that you could tell that it was not just a random person on, on the internet uh, doing this. You could see the acting chops in that particular series. They are with the crying and the emotion. I was like, okay, this, this looks very real. For a minute, I was like, are you sure this girl is not doing <laughs> Okay, let me tell you the story behind that second clip. I was having a mental breakdown at home, so I cried my eyes out. And then I went back to her because what I do is when I remember stuff, I try to write them down in my notepad when content ideas come, so I don't forget. So I went back to my notepad and I remember that I had a scene where I was supposed to do something like that. And I was like, okay, I'm crying now. It looks real. My face is all puffed up. So what I did was I got out my lashes. I fixed only one eye. I had to stay in character. I'm an actor. I'm a method actor. So I fixed just one lash and then I removed my wig and I was like, fuck it, let's do this. Are you serious? And that was how I shot it. So basically you turned, you turned something that was supposed to be very negative and you made it, you know, 
basically you created content out of your pain. This is just that explanation at all. Like, and and and, and I feel like it also hints to how how tough it is because if you're being very honest, sometimes we don't we don't see the pain behind the smiles, you no, know, we don't. because because it's like, oh, she's actually making these fun videos. But if you hadn't told me this story now, I'm just thinking it's another day in the office of you just putting on your makeup and be like, okay, I'm going to cry today. Exactly. But this is you bringing out art from the pain. And you're like, why would I waste this puffy eyes of my, you know, pain and everything? Let me use it to create content. And you did that. So that's really awesome. That's really awesome. And I, I think it speaks to your acting job. How, being in the industry for seven years, and this is the Nigerian industry, and we know all the plenty stories, the all the soliciting and stuff. How have you been able to survive? Like, because from your correspondence with your dad, it's obvious that your daddy's girl. It's obvious that you have the whole, <laughs> the whole. Okay, yes, I have. Daddy's baby girl. Yeah, so I'm it's not just daddy's girl. I'm daddy's baby girl. <laughs> so it, it, I'm I'm trying to you know find out like how. How have you been able to cope in an industry that, if you're being very honest, is very tough? It's a very tough industry, especially for a woman, you know, navigating all the terrains of, you know, getting jobs and stuff like that. How have you been able to cope in that kind of space? What have you, what, are, what is your process? It's not, it's not really been easy. Um, most times I have mental breakdowns because of how things are going. It's always slow. And we are a lot in the industry. So before your name even comes up, there must be something extraordinary about you. There are lots of people that are talented. For where your own talent stops is where somebody else's own starts. So it's really not be easy getting scripts, getting directors, getting producers, getting callbacks. I have done, if I have not done auditions in this life, I've done over 100 auditions. So I just... One thing that keeps me motivated is the fact that my family is behind me. They support me. And another thing is the passion. I've always, always wanted to be an actor. So sometimes I have my bad days, yes. Sometimes I'm like, fuck it, I'm not doing this again. Now that video you saw, the, the part two of the Olosho video, I, I put up some tweets before that. I was like, man, I'm done with Nollywood. I'm not doing this again. I'm tired. And then a few minutes later, I dropped the video. So I, I let myself feel all the emotions, the pain, the anger, the hurt, the everything. I feel it and then I embrace it and go back. I played Mildred in the series Venge, showing on African Magic Showcase. And my director, Winifred, she, had to, she asked me a question. She said, what motivates you? And I told her my pain. She was shocked. She said she has never heard that answer before. I said, well, you've heard it today. My pain. That's, so that's, basically. That's really deep. That's really deep. Because I, 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 a lot of times when, when it comes to pain, we, we tend to be able to, at least we tend to learn to compartmentalize it, you know, keep it away try to pull from other things but hide away the pain because we feel like it's going hide to my pain. destruct us in a way so the fact that you're you're doing the exact opposite using that pain to actually give yourself that confident boost and you know keep doing what you do that's really amazing and you spoke about you know always loving acting and 
So, so when you say yes. always loving acting, when did this actually start for you? Like, at what point do you think to yourself, I need to be an actress? Like, at what, what point did that happen? Uh, according to my mom, she said from when I was five. Oh, that's, so that's a very long time to go. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's huge. There's this thing I used to do then. I would stand in front of the mirror and I would use a hairbrush as a microphone. Then I would act, I would sing, I would dance. I, I did a couple of singing auditions, but yeah, it wasn't my calling. <laughs> I went for Project Fame, Project Fame audition in Benin. That was 2010. And one of the judges told me I sounded like a cartoon. <laughs> now, I'm a Disney girl. And to me, that's actually a compliment. Again, it starts back to you drawing inspiration from your pain. Ideally, what should make you feel bad is making you feel Exactly. <laughs> I, I stood there. I, I almost see if it was this era where internet and everything was, guy, I would have been popular because I stood there at first. I smiled in my mind. I was like, <laughs> That's a compliment. I don't know how you guys see, but fam, for me to sound, you know, it's not easy to sound like Ariel because I went to see part of that world. And the judge goes, <clears throat> Uh, was that a Disney song? I said, yes, sir. I said, because you just sounded like a cartoon. Okay. It sounds like a compliment, to be honest. <laughs> it, it was a compliment to me. So basically, this has been in you. You always wanted to do this. Because um, I think what I find inspiring is, is that most people grow up wanting to be wanting, right? And then, you know, adulting, oh, life, I, I, life, I happens. Wanted... life happens. I've and... never wanted to be a lawyer or a medical <laughs> doctor. I don't have the brain for it, my brother. My head is empty. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's really, really inspiring because it, it, it speaks to, again, the passion. You mentioned that you're very passionate about what you do. And I think it speaks yes. to that passion in itself that, okay, this is what I always wanted to do and I stuck to it. And it has to be very tough because a lot of times when we get to a point, especially as adults, we get to a point where we're like, you know what? Maybe I should just, you know, focus on project management or something else, you know. But the fact that you're stuck to this, it's inspiring. So I think for me, what I want to know is, besides being able to draw inspiration from your pain, what other, you know, what other processes you, or what other systems in a way do you tie into that keeps you on your feet, that keeps you on your grind, that makes you think, you know what, I can still keep doing this. What, what other hacks in a way you you stick to that just helps you stay sane and keep you you know pushing forward. in recent times the only other thing i've been drawing strength from is the fact that i've been in this industry and i know i've paid my dues mm. so one day one day has to click mm. seven years is not being so not beans at all at all not beans i keep telling myself that breakthrough is close i can feel it even when I want to give up, I keep telling myself that, oh, family. See, recently, I even thought about maybe I should go to Canada and do house help. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds <Yeah>. lucrative. <laughs> sounds very lucrative. And you'll be good at it because you can sing like a cartoon to the children. It's almost... Yes, now, uh, we'll sing and dance. Act and then I'll sweep them up like Cinderella. Who knows? 
Maybe that's even my calling. <laughs> but, but seriously, it's, 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 it's really inspiring that you stuck with it like you did. And in a way, when you talk about, you know, the fact that you've been in the industry for a while and you know that the big break is coming, I also think in a way, for me, and this is just me observing from the outside, you have been able to appreciate your little wins because um, even on your Instagram pages, you know, the clips that you have from some of the shows you've done, there is that sense of, okay, this is my journey. These are the things I've been able to accomplish and I'm proud of these things. And I feel that speaks a lot. Yes, to, I celebrate every little win. It's, it's really, I think that is really, really incredible because, and I, I know this personally because I struggle a lot of times with, you know, that, that sense of gratitude because especially when you're pursuing something more, you're like, you can't see anything else. But then there are those little steps that you actually need to appreciate. And I feel like you do that a lot, in especially with your post and stuff like that. I feel like I don't even do that enough. <laughs> because I have, I have a lot of, no, I'm being serious. I have a lot of movies I've done. I don't you haven't know, showcased like that. You haven't. I've, I've not. I don't even know where they are. Hmm. I don't know if the director sold them. I don't know if the producer sold them. I don't. I don't have any clue. So I feel like I don't even do it enough. Now we're talking about my journey. Hmm. My dad was one time. I think it was last year or two years ago. I literally hung my boots. I said I was done. My mom called me, guy, like. I was, I was even suicidal at a point. She's like, she didn't know me to be a quitter. I'm this far, and then I want to be the way I plan. Most times, life is like that. My mom still thought of motivational speaker. It's not smart to. Mm. <laughs> I can imagine. If not. I can imagine. It's, it's, I, I think, um, and that's, that's, that's a very huge factor, because you mentioned that one thing that has kept you going has been the support you've gotten from your family. I think that's a yes. very, very huge factor, because... It's, I think the other day I was thinking about it, I was thinking there's nothing, there's no greater feeling than, than knowing that you're not alone in something. Whether it's, with, whether it's with family or with religion, even those people who don't believe necessarily in a God or anything, it's, it's the fact that if you have people around you that make you feel like they are with you, most times you can actually go through anything and actually come out on top because you have that support oh, system. And, and I have I have a few wonderful friends. God bless them for me. So um, I want to let us jump back to our very important topic, the life of an Osho. <laughs> because I, I personally, I personally want to, like, I don't, I don't know how, how, how it would be, but I want, I want to see this go wild. Like for me, it's just, it's, and, and the reason I want to see it go wild is not because of just the fact that it's funny, but because I feel like it's, it's, it's really actually breaking down a sort of stereotype with regards to sex workers. And that is a stereotype that I've always felt like people do not speak about. So the fact that you're able to come in with that, bring that funny feel to it, have that artistic nature to it, I want to see more of this. So I think I would ask you, what are the plans? When are we getting another episode? Can we get one like right now or next two weeks? Like, how soon are we getting a, a new episode? Like, what is it? What are your plans for this person? And to be, and to be honest, I think one other thing I want to know is, are we are we going to get like any you know character you know build up for this particular Olu show? Because right now it feels very general. It feels like it's just. But we want to, I want to know this particular Olusho, this character of the Olusho that you're displaying. I want to, we want to be able to 
empathize with this person, just like we know Samo Diabiro, that one is cool. So we want, I, I want more, like, when are we getting another episode? When are we getting another clip? How soon can we wait? Where do we subscribe? What can we expect from this story? Because for me, it's really, really awesome. Like, I, I was so, I was so happy today. Like, I went after and I was like, okay, this just made my day. Like, <laughs> so I want more. And I think the question will be, how, how, what are your plans for this? Like, what are we looking at on a grander scale? Okay, so I, I still have a couple of contents I have not done anything on yet. I told you, whenever an idea comes to me, I write it down. And I will be introducing a few characters. I will be introducing a few characters. The only problem is I don't want to attach a name to my own character. Because people know me as an actor already. I don't want to attach any name. I just want, I want it to be that my character speaks for Olosho's. You don't necessarily need to know her name. You don't need to know basic things about her. And then I reached out to a couple of influencers. So you know how it is, everybody's busy and all, but whenever we have time, we're going to create something. I'm looking at working with Ajibola Gray and Agba. I don't know yet. Let's see how it goes. I think that that would be a cool collaboration because I, 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 I think uh, yes. they, they also have similar content. Yeah, because it's, it's, I think it's, uh, and, and, and that's quite encouraging about the, the content creating space at this moment. Um, is the fact that they are, I think there are more collaboration between content creators. And I feel that's a yeah. good thing. That's yeah. a good thing because it's, good. it's like, you know, joining heads together, getting new ideas, finding ways to make stories few more you know, <laughs> important so that's really cool um if you want something perfect you don't rush it perfection true, true. takes time so maybe in like a week or two i'll drop another video i'm looking for i just have to put everything in place this one step at a time i dropped this one for easter let easter get over yet but seriously i really really appreciate talking to you like this was this was really cool really smooth really innovative is really mine. informative and I can't, I can't wait to see you, you know, blossom into such a big star, even in this your little corner. And you know, I'm looking forward to more content. I know I'm not supposed to rush, but I'm looking forward to more content. Looking forward to seeing you in more shows, more TV series and stuff. And I wish you all the best, honestly. So, um, before we close this up, uh, where can we find you? Where can we, you know, interact with you? For those listening, like, where can we, you know, have discussions with you? Or where can we actually send you money and say uh, short time or long time? (laughs) Money, should I call out my account details? I have it all packed. (laughs) Okay, so you can find me on Instagram, Princess Acho Official. That's P R I N C E W S A C H O O F F I C I A L. Princess Acho Official. Then TikTok, I need I need followers on TikTok. I need likes. I need everything. TikTok, it's Poseidon's Bay. Now I, I really Le don't remember how the handle goes. Levush, Poseidon's Bay. Mommy, what are you doing? You think it's easy to be fine like this? Mommy, what are you doing? I don't I don't I don't even <laughs> doubt it at all. I don't even doubt it. Right. Okay, so um, TikTok Poseidon's Bay, and then Twitter is Cruella. 
interesting there. So that's that's I like I like the characters you're picking. Poseidon's being Cruella de Vil. All the the badass characters. I like being a villain. Mm. It suits you. It suits you. You know, there's always something. There's always something good to speak about villains because I feel like they have more fun than the hero because they have a backstory. Nobody's born evil. An interesting backstory, actually, something that you could relate with. So yeah, but seriously, it's 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 been one of the best conversations I've had in a while, and I really appreciate you taking time out. <laughs> but it's been really cool talking to you. Uh, I appreciate the time, and uh, I, I hope to speak to you soon Likewise. again. And then we can, you know, get back to maybe by the time you've created another character, and then we can talk about another character again. So that would be cool. Yeah. But it's so good. So have a wonderful day. And again, thank you, you for your too. time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Have a lovely day. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. And that ends the episode for this week. Or for now, I wouldn't say this week because I'm not still sure of the consistency of this. But hopefully I'm going to be dropping another episode very soon because I have another amazing conversation. This is much more deeper. Uh, this part conversation was, is, was stemmed from something that happened recently and that most people are aware of, um, which is basically domestic violence. And um, I'm speaking to a lady who is a survivor of domestic violence, so she... She's going to be sharing her story and you know, and it's just something I look forward to doing because I feel like hopefully her story, her strength is able to inspire a lot of women out there to be able to take a stand and you know, you know, help themselves out of situations where they feel like they're trapped. So, um, but for now, thank you guys for listening to this amazing episode I had with um, Princess Acho. Uh, I, I know you enjoyed it because I enjoyed it. Like I was laughing like a... <laughs> like a baby so much so that I forgot to actually ask her to introduce herself <laughs> but um, thankfully she was gracious enough to do that on her own and um, it was really cool so I hope you enjoyed that conversation until next time stay safe be good be kind to others and um, cheers